Welcome yeah. to season two, guys. Episode five, our last episode. Right. It's been a wild season. Short but wild. Wild. Wow. Rocking the boat over here. <laughs> Speaking of wild, so Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton are going on a tour together. And Michelle Obama is also going on a tour as well, but she's releasing a book. So it's just pretty much a tour to celebrate her book coming out. So that's interesting because I never really heard anything of it until I saw that Hillary and Bill were going on a tour. Yeah, they're going on a 13-day tour, which I just think is interesting. They're starting it this year and next year, and they're framing it as an evening with the president and Secretary of State. Former Secretary of State. Yeah, so it's just like, okay, what's going to be going on at yeah. these meetings? What are you guys talking about? It's odd. But And then the fact that her and Michelle are both touring at the same time, it's like, hmm, are you guys trying to maybe run for something in the next couple of years? Trying to get your publicity back up? Right. So it's just pretty interesting about that and just the way they're framing it and the way the fact that they're having Live Nation promote them. It's just like, hmm, we're trying to hype it up. Interesting. So Yeah, it's going to start in Las Vegas, and then they'll go to Toronto and Texas before the end of this year. The next year is going to start back up in April with events in New York, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, D.C., British Columbia, and Washington, and California. Turning it up. So, the thing is, like, kind of weird because some of the tickets are very expensive. Top tickets at the event in Texas cost $699. It's a lot. Yeah, and I bet you don't even get to meet them either, so, like... It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I saw Hillary Clinton once during the time she was running um, against Obama, um, I saw her at the U of A, and it was a free event, and the girl could talk, so I'm sure she'll give a good, you know, speaking, lecture, performance, whatever. But will she hold herself back because Bill's there? Like, will Bill do most of the talking? Yeah, it might That's be a Bill event. And the fact that it's $600, though, it's, it sounds like they'll both put on a good performance, though. They have to at that at that price. And I'm sure there's some type of meet and greet option, I would assume. Hopefully, I don't know. And, I don't know, like, the name, An Evening with Former President Bill Clinton and Former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton, yeah. that just makes it sound like it's, like, one of those shows that you just see at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Like, an infomercial. Yeah, it, it, I just feel like it should just be called Bill and Hillary. We all know who you are. We didn't forget. Yeah, we all know. Trust me, your scandals are not forgotten. Yeah. So it seems a little weird. But... It's really odd, um, especially because it's not like they have... A book or anything? And the timing of it, it's like right after the gym, the midterm election. So, it's very interesting. Um, I am personally, I'm not going to travel and see it. Um, I'm sorry, but especially tickets are already that expensive because also the least expensive ones are averaging around $70. So, it's interesting. Um, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, another political thing that's going on right now is global temperatures are expected to rise again. Um, now, we've known ever since um, Al Gore ran against George Bush, we've been hearing about global warming, but have we actually been taking it seriously? Well, after studies show that global temperatures are going to rise again, people are freaking out a little bit. We are told that we have to do something unprecedented to stop rapid global warming. 
um, and that action is needed to avoid a one degree Celsius increase in the next five years and to avoid the ultimate seven degree Fahrenheit increase by 2100 if no action is taken. Now everyone is saying that Trump's administration is not taking it seriously, they're shrugging it off, and that we're going to be expected to burn in 2100 if action is not taken, which is very scary to be told and very hyperbolic, so I don't think we need to worry about that. That's extreme. However, That's extreme. I do think we need to take action on global temperature increase. This is something that we keep getting warned about, um, and we need to start taking action on. Now, Trump did roll back Obama's fuel efficiency standards, so I'm hoping that he'll replace that with something that can be equally as effective, if not more, to stop global warming increases. Now, something else that's kind of scary is that they're thinking that global temperature increases might be tied to mental health, which is a little alarming because is that saying that as it gets hotter, more mental health issues will fall prey to this because we've already had quite a bit. So this is something that can be a little bit alarming. Um, there are some propositions that are on the midterm elections. Um, and on November 6th general election, there's some propositions about fuel standards having to change, renewable energy having to change. Um, that was one of the propositions we talked about involving um, electric companies having to go half renewable um, so we're just hoping that some more stuff comes down the pipe in terms of fuel efficiency, energy efficiency, and renewable um, resources implementation. So we'll see about that and see if there's more stuff that we can vote on and focus on to avoid this um, increase of temperatures and if there's just anything we can do ourselves to just be more um, conservative with our usage. There's a lot you can do. Just the smallest, the smallest things can really help, even if you're like, uh, no, like yeah. I'm one person, I don't yeah. want a difference. Even like, with just turning your lights off, you know, not plugging in everything at once, you, being more conservative with your battery in the first place so you're not always charging devices. Um, not leaving water running whenever yeah. you're brushing your teeth. Not having a bunch of different things on at once. Um, maybe using a fan instead of AC. Um, little things like that. Um, water conservation as well is directly tied into that. Not pouring water down the sink, trying to reuse water. Um, boiling, if you're boiling um, water for tea or oatmeal, maybe just putting water in um, a mug and heating up the microwave um, instead of using all the water and then boiling it and then pouring the rest down the sink, whatever you don't use. Stuff like that. So... Yeah. All right, so on a completely different topic, Shane Dawson, who is a YouTuber, is facing kind of a lot of backlash. We're doing a docu-series on um, a former Vine star and now YouTuber, Jake Paul. Um, Jake Paul has had a lot of controversies following just his overall, um, just his overall relevancy, if that makes sense. Um, he's just been known for being kind of like out there, having a lot of pranks that people are like, what? Like, kind of like that. Um, and then his ex-girlfriend, Alyssa Violet, has come out and said that he was abusive to her. He took her money, stuff like that. Um, so it's very interesting. And he's also known for leaking his address. And then because he leaked his address, a lot of his fans came and like stayed outside his house pretty much and just shouted just at him. Just to back up real quick, 
Shane Dawson and Jake Paul are both famous YouTubers. Yeah, they're both pretty famous. Um, Shane has been on YouTube since before YouTube. Being a YouTuber is really even popular. He's been on it since pretty much YouTube was a thing. He's been on it for like 11 years now. So, um, yeah, so pretty much there's just been a lot of controversy. Jake Paul lost his um, role on a Disney Channel show. So that just goes to show how much controversy he has caused. So Shane Dawson thought it would be a good idea to just kind of do a docuseries on him because he's done past docuseries on um, Jeffree Star, which a lot of people actually watched. It was a very popular one. Um, the whole Tana Mojo, TanaCon thing. Have you heard about that? Oh, like another YouTuber tried to do like a convention that was entirely free and had like a bunch of YouTubers and then you could pay to do like VIP and stuff. It was a complete disaster. She had hundreds and, like, I think even thousands of people waiting outdoors in the heat. Like, people got sunburned. They weren't allowed in. That's terrible. Yeah, it was a really bad thing. And then she tried blaming it on the convention company. Or not the convention company, but the convention. Or I keep saying convention. The company that was running it. And then he retaliated. He was like, no, like, this is kind of, like, hand in hand. Like, I couldn't do this because you didn't do this. And it was an entire you know, Sweet Honey Ice Tea show, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, basically, he did one on that, so he's kind of known for doing documentary series on just topics like that, and so in this one, he's focusing on whether Jake Paul is a sociopath or not, and a lot of people think that, you know, it's not right for him to go diagnosing people or trying to insinuate anyone is a sociopath. And people just think that it was just kind of the wrong approach to it. Yeah. But I watched I mean, it, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I will say that I'm not too familiar with both of them, but I do commend the fact that one person is using their platform to maybe help someone else shed light on their mental health and whatnot. And I do think it's fair game because the person that he's trying to diagnose is also, like, infamous. So if anything, he could be, you know... Like, setting a precedent, kind of, of, like, no matter how, you know, big you are, or whatever your stardom is, and whatever you're known for, even if you're, like, the funny person, you could still have some underlying issues going on that's causing you to maybe act this crazy way. And I think it's cool that, you know, Shane is using his fame and Jake's fame to ultimately kind of make a good message of, like, let's figure out what's going on and how to solve these things that are going on with us and kind of um reveal those demons and try to figure out what the cause is yeah um but shane like the he brought on a therapist named katie um i'm unsure of her last name but he brought on a therapist named katie and a lot of people are saying that she just seems very unprofessional because she's making it seem like people who have um who are sociopaths that they're completely inhuman and pretty much robots and that they're just terrible people kind of like narcissistic um and just stuff like that so a lot of people are saying that like not all sociopaths are like that and there is a spectrum as there is with a lot of mental health disorders and so I mean it's definitely not good to demonize any type of behavior disorder but at the same time um if those um symptoms are attributed to that disorder and those are factual, and it's in the medical glossary and all that, then so be it. If that's what he identifies with, and 
you know, those are the causes of that disorder, then maybe, maybe it is accurate, you know? Yeah, like, she was, she pretty much, I kind of saw how people thought I was, like, unprofessional. I don't really have an opinion on it, but she pretty much was saying how, you know, a lot of sociopaths lack empathy. They lack pity, or they fake pity towards people, and, like, they are very violent, like, just stuff like that, um, so... A lot of people are saying that Shane could have had had on another therapist because just how she was acting in a way. Um, So that's that. The series is still coming out. um, I mean, at least he did bring on a therapist to give reliable, factual advice towards it. And if those people are offended by the diagnosis... I mean, maybe they're uncomfortable with their own truth at the same time. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's, it's just like if you're diagnosed with OCD or ADD. Yeah, there's negative side effects, and there could be positive side effects of that. But if those are your side effects, you have to just own your truth that I do have this. You know? Yeah. I don't think it's like dissing them or like shaming them. I think it's just saying if you identify with this and if this is accurate, then these are, you know, the these this is how you act towards other people. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very interesting thing. The series is almost complete. It was an eight-part documentary series. Um, Jake Paul actually wasn't brought in until part five, which was really interesting. Um, But I think for the first four parts, he really needed to not bring him in yet Mm -hmm. because it wouldn't have made sense if he did. So you just kind of had to trust the process of that. And then I give props to, you know, him editing it and stuff because... Um, each episode is almost an hour long. Um, they're ranging from like 45 minutes to 50 minutes in length, which is a really long time to edit and watch it back for. So I give him props for that. Um, I'm just really interested to see how the rest of it plays out. Um, I don't think Jake Paul is a sociopath. Just I think he just kind of plays up like kind of like a frat boy kind of stigma attitude. For YouTube, yeah, I just don't think he's actually a sociopath. Yeah, I mean, he may or may not be. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know him that well, but it does sound like he's trying to imitate the original like jackass members and stuff like that. Totally. And if that's the case, I do think there has to be something going on in your head to make you want to just randomly prank everybody that you see and maybe be harsh towards them and maybe take everything as a joke. Um, I'm not saying you're a bad person, but there's got to be something going on that makes you think that everything should just be a prank and everything should just be, like, joking around and making fun of people and, like, just some of the stuff that goes on in Jackass, like, just randomly peeing on snow and making your friend eat it. Like, there's got to be something going on in your mind that makes you think that's okay. Or you could just be a hugely comical person. I don't know. Yeah, I think being hugely comical or immature, whichever you want to call it, is um, a huge part of it. Because, I mean... His ex-best friend, Jake Paul's ex-best friend, Nick Crompton, also revealed that the pranks, I hate to break it to everyone, they're fake. No! No! My little Team 10 heart. No, yeah, the pranks are fake. I feel like everyone kind of knew that because he did extreme pranks, like, pulling out, like, his friend and putting him in the middle of the road on his mattress while he was sleeping. I'm pretty sure anyone would have woken up during that, but... Fake how, though? Like, as if he was, he just pretended to still be asleep? No, like, they just did fake pranks, like, oh, like, I, and one of them, he did, like, a fake kidnapping, and, like, he faked to be kidnapped with his girlfriend or whatever, one of the other Team 10 members, 
All right, and the only thing weirder than being a prank star is faking being a prank star. Yeah, it was literally all fake. Like, he was like, oh, no, yeah, they all knew about the pranks. Like, they did one where they destroyed one of the Team 10 members' rooms, and it was fake. But then they tried to turn around. They were like, oh, no, they actually destroyed our room and destroyed all the fan art you guys gave us. But the guy was like, no. Like, the guy Nick was like, no, they're, they knew it was going to happen. Like, we literally... That room that you guys saw that we destroyed, we built it. We went and went to Lowe's or, like, uh, Home Depot, built the stuff to make a fake room, and destroyed it. It was fake. Like, they're set up. Here hate you to, have it, guys. Hate to break Jake it to Paul's you guys. pranks are fake. I feel like we all kind of knew, though. And he's possibly a sociopath. Stay tuned. <laughs> Here you have it. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to the last episode of Season 2. We have some super exciting stuff that we're going to be doing in Season 3. Definitely more candid and more, um, like, reality show type stuff. But um, it's going to be cool because it's just going to be about the process of challenge. And we're going to give you guys an inside look and behind-the-scenes take. Um, instead of seeing the polished version of everything, you're going to see just what we go through to get projects done, etc., so can't wait to show you guys season three. Thank you so much and happy fall and happy early holidays. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>